This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Get up, Sports Radio 92.9 The It is Sam and Greg on the Sunday morning, yeah, and right in the middle of, well, not in the middle of it, but 22nd day of October. Good morning, Georgia. And good morning to you folks. You want to try that again? Morning. <laughs> okay. You folks in Buford. Buford, Georgia. Yeah. Buford, Georgia. You ain't got nothing to say. Hey, Wolf, what do I need to say about Whatever you want to say. Uh, I don't tell you what to say when I mention these folks. Everybody talks about Buford all the time. Who? I ain't mentioned. I ain't. That, 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 the way they beat people all the time. Oh, you're talking about their sports teams. teams. Okay, I'm talking about the, the so, community yeah, overall. The thing. The community overall is great, but uh, the big social pride is the high school and the school and what they, they win. It's not just football. They they come to beat you in everything. Everything? They, they very well. Girls volleyball? Everything. Swimming? You name it. You got lacrosse going on over there at uh, Buford? Yeah. I'm sure they're they tough they, at they, that. They come, they come to beat you. Mm. What's the track team like? Track? <laughs> track, <laughs> track. Track guys just, just track, run track, track and they put the uniforms track, on tennis, and go play wide receiver. Track, tennis. Really? Okay. Uh, whatever it is, man. They, uh, How's the gymnastics They, they come to beat you. I don't know how the gymnastics. Oh, they have it. They have it. Okay. Know. We got Olympic year coming up. We want to find out what's going on over there. Anyway, how you doing, Miss Crenshaw? I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Compared yeah. to last week. Now, see, you keep going back to that, man. People I'm forgot all about that. Just, no, man, some I, people reminded me of that this week. Well, they I ain't your real friends. Actually, you need to tell them something. I actually something. heard some people say, hey, man, yeah, yo, <laughs> what's the problem? But it's so rare that you do something that isn't just, what you, you know, what you're supposed to, that they're having some fun with you, man. Yo, is that what it is? Well, you know, there's, there's, there's <laughs> very few things that you do that make people curl up the corner of their mouths. You that and you're the rare person in this business that you can't find two people to say something bad about you. I don't know. You yeah, you are. You I keep something. telling you. I've been telling you, you that for eight years. You, you you can find it. How was your week though? Good. I had a very interesting week. Interesting. I had interesting a very week. Very interesting week. Interesting I ran into week. some people. I ran into lots. Well, I won't say lots. I ran into some people that we would be talking about them on the show in a roundabout way. Like, I met the track coach at Hillgrove. Okay. The girls' track coach mm-hmm. at Hillgrove. How do I find that that's out? That's not far from where you live. No, so it isn't. That's, that that yeah. was what brought up the conversation, but I was wearing something that, that spurred on a conversation. Mm-hmm. I met somebody who actually used to do a show here. Okay. I shouldn't say met. I saw, I saw again. But he, Mike Paul. Ran into him. Used to be part of the golf show years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, ran into a kid, though, who plays baseball at Marietta High School and his family. So, again, it was a real <laughs> – it was an interesting week. And this kid, by the way, if you, you know, you might want to check the paperwork because he, he kind of looks like a Jeter. Okay. He just does. He just looks like a Jeter. And I'll, I'll just leave it at that. So, he's a good-looking kid. Plays, he's middle infielder. That's all I'm going to say. 
though. Like I said, it was just an interesting week. It really was. And um, just everybody getting acclimated to it being fall. Are you, are, are you even thinking about Christmas presents? Um, you you kind of ought to avoid it because the, all the stuff is already out that's there. That's what I'm saying. In, you, where you can, you know, um, not so much in stores, but people online and things already being offered with Amazon had a day or something this week. They already yeah. get you to go online and, and get stuff. Yeah. Well, Anyway, let's uh, just give you an overview of what we got coming up this morning. Obviously, going to be talking a lot of college football. We got uh, NFL. We're going to be talking about Falcons. <sighs> let's just pace ourselves with them because after watching last week, I, I, you know, that's why I don't do a lot of analysis, yeah. at least for me, yeah. trying to break down what I think this team's going to do because I just, I, yeah, yeah. But we'll get into that before the end of the hour. You know, you could actually call this show our version of it's like a, it's like a, a ladies' day. Like a, a, a ladies, we, 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 we pay homage to our female voices today. How's that? That's okay. Yeah. And there we, we, all our guests are ladies. We're looking forward to talking to Candace Mitchell. We're looking forward to talking to Nisha Butler. And, of course, Maria Martin comes on here. They are going to be laced throughout the show. How do you like that? Laced? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to make things interesting. Man, it's 6.07 in the morning. Laced. What's wrong with laced? Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> You do it to shoes. You do it to a football. You, you lace. This is this whole morning. <laughs> let me just tell you guys right now. Sam and I are working in different areas. Well, he's not. I am, because we have. Oh yeah, we have the range. Yeah, so I ain't. I ain't right. You know, I'm here, but I ain't right because <laughs> I can't see the producer. Yo, I can't. You, I barely you got, see you. You, you kind of cockeyed. Over I there, am, that, man. Okay, and everything's all, all right. discombobulated. <laughs> So, again, we are, we are uh, just getting started. But one of the things that we are going to talk about in the 7 o'clock hour, along with Sam, talking about local, which is what he always does, there was an event that took place last night. Yep. And we're going to talk about that, the High School Hall well, of Fame. Getting to it was like the, the odyssey. Ooh. The odyssey was, was getting to it because uh-huh. it was at, the, you know, at a place downtown, which is near another place downtown. It had a big event last night. And so you're trying to swim upstream. You like to swim and salmon swim. You, and you upstream. talk about me with lace? No, really. <laughs> you talking about swimming because, upstream. Because, you know, and, and what we're talking about is the High School Hall of Fame. We'll get into right. that High School Hall of Fame, which was at the College Football Hall of Fame. Nice. But it's right there by Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which last night had big George Strait concert. <laughs> George Strait, and Willie Did Nelson. really? George Strait, Willie Nelson. Oh, man. Um, and the crowd, man, you know, was like, un, you know, Pretty much what you would think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they had a good time. You know, and there's a crowd, you know, you could tell it's a crowd that was crowd like the Burbs and beyond because they they, okay. they, they wasn't taking you. martyr. They, everybody, was, everybody was driving. Okay. It wasn't like, so it wasn't like a Falcons game crowd where people would take <laughs> would take the train in. Everybody driving okay. Okay. all the way in. And so it was it was a hot mess down there. Try to, try to, try to get the one place. In, anybody, you know. anybody find where Willie's bus was? I don't know. Well, all you got to do is. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's where you would have found yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's Some things would've... don't change. I'm just saying, man. There's few opportunities in life to do certain things that you know yeah. is you know yeah, yeah, you, you ain't gonna get this chance again. There you go. There and you go. He was in town last night. Hey, dude, just give me a little folding chair and I just sit out there. Yeah. I watch his bus. That that was. <laughs> watch you his know bus. they went to Waffle House after the show too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, that, that um, was happening. That was happening. So, but but a lot happening. Uh, we're going to get into for us college football. Georgia did not play yesterday. Saw the OC nope. last night. Uh, but Mike Bobo was one of the honorees last night. It was among the, uh, a lot of luminaries uh, that were there for the uh, high school football Hall of Fame. 
Uh, Georgia Tech let one. Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Yeah. Then we'll get one wiggle off the hook. Um, meanwhile, uh, Georgia State is bowl eligible. Six wins. You beat them people at Lafayette. They beat them folk last night, and uh, they never beaten them before. And so that is big for Georgia State. Uh, you know, if you didn't know what you were going to get with this team, you had a lot of guys that were prime players on this team that hit the transfer portal. And, um, you know, they probably stepped in and got a little chip on their shoulder, and hey, you said we're not going we're gonna to show you that we are, that we will. And uh, they won again last night. Hey, before we do our thing, yeah. I, I and I failed to mention – the ladies, um, why they're coming on, Candace uh, Butler, uh, excuse me, Candace pa- Mitchell. I got three Candaces in my head. Yeah. I'm thinking of. See, I'm thinking, still thinking of the uh, Vegas folks, and they won the championship. I'm thinking Candace Parker, except she didn't even play, yeah. and yet they still won. Yeah, Whew. Candace Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just uh, someone, an administrator, football, but also she is a, an official, a referee, and she's a big advocate for flag football, which this week got the word there's going to be an Olympic sport. Yep. And she can tell us that there are about four or five different versions of flag football. Some of you know, there's a contact version of flag. We're going to, we're going to, I want to find out about that. Hey, you can tell y'all about that. And plus, she's, she's, she got tired of this officiating shortage. She said, I'm going to get out here myself. And so maybe she'll tell some other people. Maybe some other people will be inspired by hearing there her story. There you go. Her story, yeah. Get out and do that. All right? and, and Nisha Butler. Oh, uh, my goodness. Um, left New York. I don't know if she still holds the record. She held a record for high school scoring, boys or girls, in the state of New York. Uh, Say that think. again out loud. She held Nisha boys, Butler. Bo- ne- yeah, most oh, points on what level in high school in the, in, in the state of New York. Wow. Boys or girls? She held both up before she came to play at Georgia Tech and played professionally for a time. I mean, it was a colleague of ours here in 1990. Mm-hmm. She has gotten involved with STEM study for young people, and she's very, uh, very, very emphatic about it. We're going to spend some time with her talking about something that people can follow here in the area. And she's going to talk some basketball with us, too. Yep. She still loves love, love hoops. She's joining us at uh, 8 o'clock straight up. And then Maria Martin will let us know everything we need to know about Falcons getting ready for Tampa Bay. Yeah. But she's got some she she got some residue she needs to get off her shoulders Post, about them Braves. Post-mortem. Yeah. We're going to let her vent about that. But, but last night, what? last we got night, our, we, Atlanta United played last night. You know, up 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 in Cincinnati, finishing off the regular season, and we heard that sound. If you were listening here on ninety two nine, the game, Abram in the Central Channel, and Abram will roll it down the middle, wide open is Tiago Almada, who drives forward now, ahead to Saba down the right wing into the box, Saba pass to Yakamaka, shot, score! Boom, Yakamakis! There we go. There we go. There we go. Not once but twice last night. He got a they, chance to do it. Not once but twice, and uh, he scored twice. And a uh, 2-2 draw with the uh, with the Supporters' Shield uh, winners in Cincinnati, FC Cincinnati, which is the top team in the East, only 20-game winner in MLS this year. But to go on the road to their place and get a draw is encouraging going into the postseason. We don't know when they will start. We do know they will place Columbus Crew, and they will start on the road. So that's what's coming up for Atlanta United. All right, tell you what, we got we 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 got to call an audible here because we don't have time to get into the, the the story of the week. So let's save it for a minute. We'll come back and we'll knock it out. I want to let everybody know you talked about um, okay stuff going on around here today. Obviously, we are on until nine o'clock, turning things over to the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Falcons, of course, down in Tampa Bay. That pregame is at eleven, kick at one o'clock. We also got Miami Philadelphia tonight, seven thirty pregame, kick at eight fifteen. And by the way, if you want to watch this game with a friend, meaning the Falcons game, our own Andy Bunker. Yeah. I mean, if you had to pick somebody here, you say, who's that friend? That's Andy, right? Andy's like, he beat one person from Mayberry. 
that works at this station. And that's not an insult, right? No, it's not. Is that, is no, that about, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, Andy would be from Mayberry. You know? No pun intended. And I think I think people who go out will enjoy enjoy spending time with Andy and watching the game with him. Today. And he is at $3 uh, Cafe in McDonough uh, from 1230 until 2.30. So go on out there and hang out with Andy. Anyway, Sam and Greg, we're just getting started on this 22nd day of October. Going to talk college football next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And, yep, y'all can take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 game and Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. How are you guys doing? I say that rhetorically, of course. Hope you're doing all right on this. Who's this dude? I'm trying to see. There's somebody having a birthday today. Uh, Sarah Bernhardt. Yeah. French actress. I don't care about her. Anyway, that's not why you called. We are going to be talking coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. This is going to be kind of special because we're going to find out what's going on in Mr. Crenshaw's mind about why is it that some of these teams that you expected to be bowl-ready aren't, and some have achieved that already. Got you shaking your head, right? How about that? How about that? I mean, so we got that coming up. Candace uh, Mitch, uh, Mitchell is going to join us. We're going to talk about the event of last night and how the traffic was getting to the high school Hall of Fame and the you know the inductees and Eric's going to join us in because you got a chance to interview some folks so we're going to have some fun here we got three hours yeah, we and we going to jam as much stuff in there as humanly possible. Having said that, you're surprised from yesterday's football action if you want to start there in college football. Um, you know, well the fact the fact that Tech let one get away, you know, yesterday and I think that's the big thing. You know, Tech coming back of an off week. Last time we saw them, they were beating Miami. We were like, yeah, you uh-huh. know, that's, that's good. They got things rolling in the right direction. Uh, maybe this team can still get where it needs to go. And, 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 and you know, I, I felt like they could play for, you know, in which they still got time, but it, 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 they're doing it the hard way. It's trying to get to a bowl bit. And, um, you know, that would have been great. Well, it still could be great, um, you know, for Coach Key and, and, and the, the things that they're doing over there. But they're 3-4 and four now. Uh, they were up on Boston College. Boston College scores 21 points in the fourth quarter. 21 to, you know, in the fourth quarter, and they come back and they win the game 38-23. Uh, just a heartbreaker um, for all the fans that went over to Bobby Dodge Stadium yesterday and were looking to see the Jackets just find a way to pull that one out and get some get some consistency with the schedule. And that's been the biggest thing with them is just being consistent. How, how does a team lose to Bowling Green then go and beat Miami? You know, right. they, they lose to Boston College. They got the Tar Heels. Go watch out, North Carolina. You know, because that's kind of the way, that's, you know, it's kind of right. the way things are going with this team. You know, and so we watch and see what happened with them last week in North Carolina. Well, North Carolina loses to Virginia. You know, it's just, just an odd day around around the around the conference, around the ACC, if you will. Miami had to go to two overtimes to beat Clemson, twenty eight twenty, and Clemson, by the way, is four and three, two and three in the conference. I here well along those same lines of teams that you thought were going to perform better. I'm thinking about what happened with USC, and everybody thought, oh, this is going to be a year that we're going to see back to back Heisman Trophy winners. It don't look like Caleb Williams is going to get it. These no. guys got a couple of losses already. They got a couple of losses, and that, that to me that kicks them out of any chance yep. of playing in the playoff. Uh, and they're doing that with and, and Utah beat them without Cameron Rising, their starting quarterback, who they have announced is not going to play anymore this season. So um, you know, my, my goodness, that's so, the thing you wonder. But Florida State keeps rolling. Yeah, that Florida was... State is being the constant in the ACC. They're being what people would expect a Florida State team that would be a national championship contender to do from back in the day. Right. And, you know, and Duke was a test for them, you know, and you sound a little strange saying that. But not anymore, though. Duke was making noise last year. This is, you know, they're not they're not the laughing stocks in football they once were, I believe. This is a physical Duke team. 
you know, they, they in, in the past they've had some some good teams, but this is a team that can go out and 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 you know can bang with you. But uh, you know, last night they they go out and they get off to a good start. But Florida State came on and they scored the twenty one points in the fourth quarter. Duke scored nothing in the second half of the game, and so Florida State at seven and zero, ranked fourth in the country, thirty eight to twenty winners, being consistent, looking like what we remember Florida State being. I, you know, and I'm 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 on board with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I feel like you know Florida State is back the way they played this season. So that was that was that, 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 that was great to see. I mean, I, I tried to watch that game at noon yesterday. I tried to watch the Ohio State Penn State game. I, oh, I, I, I ended end up dozing on that thing. I said, Thank okay, you. You want to take yeah. a nap? Want to take a nap? Turn on Big Ten football <laughs> because man, I I, I I tried to watch that thing and you it know, was on in my it, house it, only it, because it, they wanted to see an upset. It it, it, <laughs> it, it, it caught on a little bit late, you know. Something right. you know, Ohio State got things rolling, but. Man, for the most part, I was watching that thing. I was like, you know, wow, you know. Why does Ryan Day have no friends? <laughs> Somebody got man, you ain't Wayne Newton. Quit dyeing your hair like that yeah. and your beard. Man, hey man, he's doing what he got to do. He ain't got to do it. Yeah, he does. For whatever reason, Apparently he feels, he feels he needs like he does. To do it there like in Ohio. Does, you know, and once again, Penn State, you know, has an opportunity to. Uh, how were they undefeated so far? Were they in, like playing JV teams? Well, no, they're, they're beating us. Penn in front State of them. was they, they, they're just they're just allergic to, to to Michigan and Ohio State. You saw that game yesterday. Did that look like an undefeated team that was playing Ohio State? No, Did Ohio State look like an undefeated? Team? That's the thing. That's why you went to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I'm, I'm like, man, I, that is a good thing to, to take a nap on. But I mean, Ohio <laughs> State does it does win, and they they continue. They do what they're doing. Michigan continues to do what, what Michigan. Now, what I, really now that was a Big Ten game yeah. that you wouldn't have fallen asleep on. Despite the score, there yeah. were other things that were going on, and they made you know, rem, they reminded you about it throughout the game. And I'm not just saying that because Michigan did what they did to them. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be close anyway. Yeah. But this was a payback for what happened last year. If you don't follow what's going on, and if. Were and, I, and, and, were and, I not and, married to who I was married to, I probably wouldn't remember. And it either, also but. got a little chip in the shoulder because they end up with some negative, with some negative press this week too. That too, you but know, yeah. it was it, yeah everything thrown into a blender. What's going on with Michigan State and their coach? What's going on NCAA going after Harbaugh and nipping at his heels again? And then you throw that into a blender along with the events of last year and that mugging that took place in the tunnel yeah. and that kid who got just like ganged up on got the last interception in the game. So that was one of the things that was talked about throughout those events and all this sort of everybody shaking their head at what, you know, what the NCAA, NCAA is trying to do to Harbaugh specifically. Not the program. It is him specifically. And it's all because of him slapping them earlier in the season and, and reminding everybody else that they're pretty much toothless. And yeah. so, anyway, that's what that was about. But Alabama's yes, playing more like Alabama. Yeah. I mean, quarterback woes and, and, and all – they're playing more like Alabama. I mean, uh, and the, the, the Tennessee came down and got a, got, the, got a little lead, and I'm watching them saying, "That lead ain't gonna hold up." You know, <laughs> you playing in Tuscaloosa, and right. you know, Milrow had one of his better games uh, yesterday, the quarterback, and you know, and defense showed up, and and Alabama gets a win, 34-20 over Tennessee. And some people will say that was a big test for them. They want to stay in uh, the hunt for the Western side to to come to um, to come to Atlanta for the um, SEC championship game, and they kind of kept that train on the track uh, yesterday with that win over Tennessee. And, you know, Georgia, of course, uh, off this week, but did get some news about Brock Bowers, the tight end. He did have that surgery this week on yep. his ankle. Um, and he could be back, but my thing is this, and a lot of people, it's, it's, been, it's been discussed a lot on this station this week. 
when he's able to come back, does he come back? Right. Do you play if you already know you're one of the top ten, top five picks in the upcoming draft? Nope. That's me. No. And if I'm his agent, I'm telling him that too. He ain't supposed to have an agent yet. If I'm his, if if I'm his, <laughs> he the person a, who, who he ain't supposed to have an agent yet. Yeah, well, you know, the <laughs> NIL days. But it is a business decision Absol- at this point. Absolutely, it's a business is. decision. And and do you do you uh do you want to come back and play? You won your national championship. You you got your ring. Exactly. You know, do you do you want uh, Eric? Which, he got he got two rings. Bring in Eric Slaughter. What's up, man? Good morning to you. Uh, good morning. I just want to point out the fact that he has two rings. He's got a back to back. Two rings. So do so do you come back and play? Do do, do you come back and play? If, if, if I, you... I'll be honest with you, I do not play in the regular season. I give myself the full six seven weeks to heal. And if I feel really good in late December, I might play in the playoffs. Might. But I don't need to play in the regular season. I don't. I don't play, period. I shut it down. This team is – if this. no, here's the reason why. If this team, a very, It's a very talented tight end room there. That's and, what I'm and, saying. And they don't got, need – they mean I ain't, they don't even need well, him. Well, you know what? He's they could use him. He's pulled him out of the frying pan a few times Well, this that's season. on them, and that's on, that's on play calling. But he does not need to be there. And if those guys have ascended to a spot where they're playoff ready, that means Kirby's made the adjustments, he's plugged in the right person, and, dude, get yourself ready to play on Sundays. That's me. As you said, it's a business. It at is. the end of the day, oh, it's a business decision that yeah. he has to make now. At the end of the day, that's what we we all have to recalibrate our thinking as far as this. These guys ain't coming back for tradition and playing a, just playing a national championship game. Uh uh-uh. uh, thinking about that summer home down in Palm Beach that he wants to get from the money he's getting once he gets to the NFL or whatever his issues are, taking care of family. Um, are any of these guys on this team? I don't know. I don't know, but it's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. Just ask. He ain't got no married men on this team, right? Or, or daddies? I'm not sure. There, 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 there may be. Maybe. He, he think about that vineyard he's going to buy. Remember, he's from Napa, California. He's going to get himself at the, the Brock Bowers uh, vintage. Yes. Get yeah. him a little place over there, which is not far from Lake Tahoe. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what you want to do. Hey, we, we buried the lead, man. We've been talking college football already. Puff, I'm, I'm going to do this for you. Georgia State. Georgia State. <laughs> Miss oh, and you miss some good food. How you say Lafayette? Lafayette. I, I did not make the trip this time, and Georgia State gets a win last night. And they had to hang on in the second second half. They didn't score a single point in the second half, but hung on for a twenty seventeen win. Uh, what a trip to Louisiana! Um, I know you want to save it for play. your the local. You know, but yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Six and one, six and one bowl eligible. Don't know what what bowl they're gonna go to, but they're going they're going <laughs> to one go of them. Someplace. Uh, and the schedule gets a little tougher. They get to go to Statesboro. Thursday night, prime time, national TV. They're going to play Georgia Southern. They're going to play them folks from downstate um, next Thursday night. So that's going to be big. They won their homecoming game yesterday. So we get into that a little bit later on, as well as the alma mater that won the homecoming as well yesterday. So we get in that. And there's a bowl game that's in, that, that's in trouble in a place that's special to you. And we no, got to fi- and, and we and we got to find somewhere for this game to be played. Okay. You know, we've had we've had bowl games move before because things can happen. There's a there's a bowl game that's scheduled for a place that's near and dear to your heart that won't be able to play there this year and I guess they're gonna move it someplace. Okay, well you teased me enough to where I'm waiting to hear this information. Okay. okay. Sammy Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game, ninety two nine the game dot com coming back. We are going to be talking NFL, but I w- I wanna ask you a question. Yeah, man. We lost some we lost some folks this past week. 
that we all know. And I want to ask you about two and which one affected you. No, I say affected you, but you will miss because of their work more. Burt Young, Suzanne Summers. Wow. Which one? Um, and if you don't know who Burt Young is, for those of yeah. you out there, he was Paulie. He yeah. played Sylvester Stallone's brother in um, brother in law, brother in law in, yeah. in in the Rocky a- movies. He was, he was Adrian's brother. He was uh, uh, Bobby Bacalieri's father in The Sopranos, mm-hmm. and a number of other roles. The guy's been acting forever. Yeah, lost Burt Young this week. Wow. And um, so, and then Susan. Yeah, listen, say what you will, Suzanne. You can't tell the history of show business without mentioning Suzanne Summers. Yeah. And yeah. exercise equipment. <laughs> very much. Very much. That, uh, listen, I just enjoyed the commercials. <laughs> when she just sat there. What did they call that thing? I don't know. The you put thing, it between your knees, knees and, and just, yeah. Uh, I forget what you call thigh it. Thigh master. Thank you, yeah, Eric. Yeah, the yeah, thigh master. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, both of them. But I, I'd probably have to say Burt Young. Yeah. I, 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 would, go, I would go with Suzanne. Well, just, I'm sure you would. Some, she, was, she was just somebody, her, her personality, when you see her and. And even with with the health issues, you know that that she had in later in life, she would still come on and just be this this person, bouncy this person. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Just upbeat. It was the oh. first TV show that I can ever think of that was based in San Diego. Think about that. Wow. And, and, and frankly, I can't think of another one that's been back there. Of all, would people? Three's company was I thought it was, uh, thought it was San Francisco. I mean, was uh, San Diego. No, You're saying it was the Bay it was Area. San- I'm gonna look. John that up. Ritter and uh, was Jack. Jack was Jack and Mr. Tripper. It was the Bay yeah, Area. I could have saw. I, well, we're gonna look that up during oh, the break. Oh I God. thought it was saying. Well, at least Yikes. we got the right state. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are uh, again moving into this uh, six o'clock hour later on. We're gonna talk some NFL. Coming up top of the hour, Mr. Crenshaw is gonna let you know what's going on locally, and we have got some special guests coming up. All ladies this morning on the show. Gonna be fun. It's Sam and Greg getting started on this 22nd day of October. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom And take us with you on the Odyssey app. From the moment I saw you, I went out of my mind. Oh, I never believed in love at first sight. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Yeah, me and Sam got our shoulders popping up and down here. We're listening to Whitney on this Sunday morning, October 22nd. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for letting us be a here, part. Here and her, remind me, you, you know who did halftime last Sunday at the Falcons game? Bobby Brown. Oh. Bobby did halftime. Oh, how is Bobby? Halftime. He did two songs, look like he was ready to get eight good hours of sleep. He <laughs> did. He did. It, it was good. It was. Why are you laughing? Because I, I'm just picturing that description, man. You, you painted a very, very good mural. He there. was good. Yeah. He, I mean, in an NFL halftime goes so quick now. That's you don't true. have a whole lot of time. That's why you don't have marching bands hardly anymore for mm-hmm. halftime show NFL games. So he came out there and he did my prerogative. Two, did two songs. Yeah. Okay. Yep, you know, and um, and he um, is like, all right, Bobby did it. He did a little, little bit of dance. He, he did, did dance and everything. Reminded you, him. he was a new addition. All that. Yeah, a, a little bit. And and then uh, and I said I said, dude's gonna get eight good hours of sleep after this. Man. <laughs> well, he probably had to rehearse and all that stuff and oh, get yeah, the timing man. down. And yeah, Bobby's ready for the halftime <laughs> when they call him for the Super Bowl. Yeah. But we played Whitney, so I just I said okay, Whitney, because we had Bobby. I I miss. I'm, I'm saying this. I tell you what, it was like Throwback Sunday, and we didn't get into it. They had Emmanuel Lewis there. Well, yeah, but they wore the uniforms. Everything was from the nineties, right? Eighties, nineties. A lot of people ain't seen him. He's here in town, but a lot of people had. That's seen true. Him. I haven't seen him. It was in the fortieth anniversary of his show. 
Oh, uh, what was that? That was with uh, Alex Karras, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, now so I forgot so him and – oh, it'll come to me. Speaking of TV shows, mm-hmm. um, let's clear this up. I was wrong and Eric was wrong, but I was closer to the wrong. Three's company took place – was based in, in Malibu. There's a lot of beach stuff. So yeah, I did, and right, they, right. I could have swore earlier um, in the intro that I saw something San Diego Zoo. That's why I thought it was San Diego. But anyway, so Three's Company was in closer up to L.A. Uh, anyway, we had to take care of that, man. Yeah. What was the other piece yeah. of news yeah. I wanted to oh, just... Oh, Webster. Webster was his Webster, that's right. it. 40th anniversary of Webster. <sighs> we feel better. Yeah. We feel better. Happy birthday, Jerome Lester Horowitz. Jerome Lester Horowitz. You ain't going to get this one. But you know exactly who I'm talking about. Okay. And I'll give you the year. Maybe that'll help you out. He was born in 1903. But today would have been the birthday of Jerome Lester Horowitz, who had another name. In fact, was known by really just one name. Liberace. No. Okay. Curly Howard. Oh, okay. Curly Howard. Okay. Which his brother Mo was in it. Yeah, yeah. And and Larry Fine. So, yeah. You said one name. I said well, you say Curly, and I ain't talking about the Billy Crystal movie with, with, with Jack Palance. Right, he was Curly. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which I know that was a movie that you loved. Hey, man, this, this um, do you, I mean, as we get ready for today's Falcons game, any thoughts on anything having to do with this Tampa Bay team at this point? I really oh, don't oh, know I, how I mean, I mean, they, Mayfield they, with the Red oh, it's, it, The Falcons have an opportunity, great opportunity today, because the Saints have already lost this week. Well, it's true. And uh, the Falcons can get first place today. For all the for all the ranting and all the hand ringing that's really? going on, on this state on on this station this week, all the hand ringing and all the was there a the lot people, of that? Oh my goodness! People going yeah, well, yeah, I mean, per, we, making it sound personal. It's, it's, at times. Early, yeah, it's early in the season, y'all. Oh, we just changed the quarterback. Let's play the backup. Let's play the third string. I'm like, dude, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're yeah. here for, Sam. I, I can't, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just stop for a second. Right, right. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a reason why Mr. Crenshaw is who he is. When right. when when the rest of the ship starts to go sideways, <laughs> when, when we hit the rough waves and people aren't looking for the, at the horizon, that's when they bring you in. You're like the fixer. You're I'm like the person. Fi- I'm not trying to fix, well, but I'm just saying that. Well, you know, by your words, you are. Just everybody letting people know. was, was calling oh, in this week and, oh, whoa, it's <laughs> us. And I'm like, okay, we lost the game, and he threw some interceptions, and, and some of it was his fault, but some of it wasn't. We're talking about De- De- Desmond Ritter. Um, we're talking about somebody who's growing, and we're seeing interceptions by all these, these young quarterbacks in the, in, in the National Football League. I mean, my, my, my goodness, we can go up to Charlotte where we got our Heisman Trophy, past Heisman Trophy winner. He's having his struggles. So, I mean, that that's the other part of it. The thing of it is we got a defense, man, that keeps giving this guy the ball back, more opportunities, more reps. And, and so that's the thing about it. We haven't had a defense we could hang our hat on in this town for some time. And no. the offense has got to catch up. But, but we got, you know, we, the defense is, is there. And I think you don't want to just shuttle this quarterback for what it means for the, the, the investment you've made in this defense. So well, Arthur Smith this week. Because are you an Arthur Smith? You got yeah, that one? Yeah, okay, I had yeah. another one I thought uh, uh, ready. Get to his then, Eric. Sorry about I that. I just want to get the, you know, uh, just Arthur Smith talking about Ritter when they ask him about him this week. Okay, so that's what, it's always hard up here because I don't want to ever sound like I'm making excuses or denying the inevitable, right? What happened, happened. But I think you do, if you want to look at it macro, big picture, there's a lot of things that are expanding and they're, you know, making some big, big time throws and, 
guys are doing a good job getting open. And that, that should benefit us. But the critical errors, I mean, like I said, you go minus three in the turnover, it's going to get you beat more times than not. Um, they're different. That's the only thing I can say. You know, if a guy was making the same mistake, you know, the result still goes down as an interception. And why they happen, they've been different. I wouldn't call it discouraged, but clearly we got to eliminate this grill error. You know, I don't know. You talked about the callers, and by the way, that was Arthur Smith talking about um, his quarterback. But as you talked about this past week and the calls that came through the station, you can only imagine what they were like. When it wasn't aimed at Ritter, and again, I didn't hear all of those. I don't know, a percentage of them went the other way. But national media was killing Arthur Smith this week. And then you talk about replacing the quarterback, the conversation was equal as far as talking about the coach. So all of that was coming down at Hartsfield Airport this week from around the country. It was landed right here. And, you know, I I, I don't want either one of them gone right now. It's, well, no, it's, it's week no, five, no, but no, still. I, mean, I had a chance to go to practice this week. I went up uh, Wednesday. I was up at Flower Branch and Dukes and Bell up there, you know, broadcast live. They have that conversation with Coach. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's, that's you know, and coming in, he's he, he's being upbeat and he hears it, but he understands the position that he and Ritter are in. Right. You're the coach and you're the quarterback of the NFL team. You're going to catch it, you know, you know when, when things don't go well and, and, and don't look good. So, I mean, I, I think he's – with that, this thing is just to move ahead and, and move forward and, and get focused for this, this game that's coming up. For all the things that have gone wrong, you still got a chance to be in first place if you get a win today. Well, let's hope that happens. And by the way, the strange thing about it is, say it out loud, they'd be in first place with just one divisional win. Yeah. Which would be the one they'd get today. I didn't, well, no, oh, they'd be no, no, they'd be Carolina. Okay, start okay. The Second, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry man. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking that from them. Yeah. No, you're right. It'd be, be in um, first place. <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. Y'all no. correct. We be correcting each other all morning. Oh, 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 I know what I wanted to what get you to. What you got? What you I got? wanted to get to um Ritter talking about well, we you know, we heard from Arthur Smith, but I wanted to hear from the quarterback talking about the points being left on the board. Yeah, obviously it's frustrating anytime you lose. Um, like I said, you know, there's a lot of points where, you know, we could have done better. We could have put points on the board. We could have done this, um, and we just didn't. Um, so, you know, like I said, whatever it was, um, we have to go figure it out and be better. Okay. Does that instill you with confidence? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the fact that that's, that's, the, well, that's the mindset he has to have. Right. That's, you know, that's the starting quarterback in the national football. Then you know what? I'm cool with that because we've heard some starting quarterbacks who've been in this, this league a little longer than him that don't seem to get it. Yeah, yeah. He under, he understands that. He understands that. He also and and, and to me, he's got to be feeling a little heat because of what this defense is doing. You know, this defense is giving him more opportunities. I mean, they're 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 bursting some things. They some three and outs, and they're getting the ball back. And it's like, hey, we're gonna get it back for you. Do something. Here it is. Here's the ball back again. Another three and out. Boy, you're never going to hear the truth Do from something. them dudes, but you'd like to get them in a, in, a, in a room real quiet and hear how defense – not so much Desmond Ritter, but any defense that has that young quarterback, how frustrating it is to watch him go well, through the growing uh, uh, pains. But the thing of it is if you've got some veterans on the team who've been through this at other places, they they, they, they know to be patient. If and is the key word happen. in your sentence, well, though. Well, that's the thing. That's what you spent your money for this year. You spent your money. Oh, I'm talking for about some, this thing. I'm just talking about across the board. Yeah, we've you, seen this you, in other cities. Yeah, this one we know we have the veterans on the defense. We got some veterans. We got some veterans on that. the defense that we spent the money for. And one, I got a chance to spend some time with on Monday. But first of all, let's hear about something monumental that he did last week. 
Yeah, you know, it feels pretty good. You know, I know it's something that only a few people have accomplished in this league. So I definitely, uh, I'm very happy for this moment, but it would be a lot sweeter if we got a win. And I was talking to Grady in there. And he was like, man, I know you frustrated because you love this game so much. He said, but you just did something that very few people do. So enjoy it. Yep. Talking about 100 sacks, 100 sacks in a career for Calais Campbell, the big man. And he talked about, uh, you know, the people who influenced him and some of the people who mentored Bruce Smith. He thinks the world of Bruce Smith, man, and feel like this guy really mentored him. Uh, one of the people that helped him have a long a career, continues to have a long career in this game. And uh, I don't know if you saw the video when he got the 100 sack. He gets off and he does Dirty Bird. Yeah, I did. He did yeah, Dirty yeah, Bird they dance. That. And, you yeah. know, it, it's just a tremendous moment. Uh, we were glad he did it in a Falcons uniform. And Grady really summed it up right by saying, "Hey, man, this guy's accomplished some great things. I'm just glad I could be on the field with him when he did it." Now, my thing is the next day what he did, because he, he, he did a number of things. In honor of the 100 sacks, he donated $100,000 um, to school boys to the school boys in the cities where he's played for teachers to get supplies for their classrooms. Nice. And not just that, but an extra 50000 for the two places where he went to school. So in, in all, in honor of the 100 sacks, he donated uh, $150,000. But on Monday, he invited a local high school football team and the girls' flag football team from that school and took them shopping at Dick's Sporting Goods in Buckhead. And the kids had no idea. They had no idea. You know, I don't get that call (laughs) either, man. It was, and shout out to Booker T. Washington High School, Atlanta Public Schools. He wanted to do something for an an underserved, you know, community school. And so they got on their buses, and I asked the coach over there, Coach Rivers, I said, Coach, what what you tell him? He said, We said we're going to eat. We said we're going to feed them. And so so the kids got on the bus, and they end up in Buckhead. They pull into the parking lot. Calais comes walking out. There's this big shadow comes out when he comes out. <laughs> and the kids are like, whoa. And then he gives them all cards to go in and shop. They got Jordans. They got all kinds of they, – they, I mean, they, I don't know how much money was on these cards. But they went in and got shoes. He wanted to provide and make sure and get shoes. He right. said, make sure and get shoes, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you know what? They really, they really attack the sock wall. I'm about to and say, I, man, I the socks, socks are just, that's the yeah, accessory, man. I guess, I guess that's very yeah, it's important. Like the queen, you're gonna have a dress, you gotta have a purse. But, <laughs> but then <laughs> when socks, the and, and I noticed that you know the girls on the flag football team, the girls were very strategic with their shopping. Yeah, they were asking questions. Yeah, they were. Mm. You know, so I can get the, can I get ended? You know, I mean, so it, it was interesting to watch. But in all, they were just very. The, the young people were thrilled uh, to get this opportunity first to meet him. But the fact that he had this, you know, gift for them at this stage in their season and just uh, just to acknowledge him. He said it's something that he had wanted to do to as back to school to start the school year, and he wasn't able to do it at that time. And just, you know, coming on the heels of the 100 sacks, he does that. So shout out to Calais Campbell and his foundation and uh, for the Falcons yeah. uh, for doing that for, the, for those young folks. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Eric, jump in here for a second. I want to ask you two. A very uh, a serious question about this. It's not a serious, serious question, but I'm serious about asking it. Mm-hmm. You brought up something, and you got me thinking about it. Talking about sacks yep. in the NFL. Yep. All-time leading sack. Who is the all-time leading sack leader, if you had to guess? And I'm getting to, if you don't know, that's fine. It's Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith, You okay. talked about Bruce Smith. And he ended with 200 sacks. In professional sports, is there another category, another another? Achievement that they keep records on that we know is not complete, that is incomplete. In other words, they didn't start 
Oh yeah, writing down sacks until a certain year, and the until Deacon Jones. until Deacon Jones and 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 all them <laughs> Me dudes. Me, Joe so, Green, and them but, guys came but up, right? all them dudes are like, hey, you didn't count ours. My point is that's an actual thing. You can oh, yeah. you can make a case for Deacon Jones or some of these other guys, Jack Lambert, all them, them steel curtain dudes and purple people leaders and who knows what back in the day could be a part of this list. I don't know of any other stat that's kept that we have this is little asterisk. You know what I mean? Can you think of one? I don't know, Eric, can you think of one? On, on the professional I was always level. told, so if they counted all of Wilt Chamberlain's triple doubles, that his number would be so far past everybody else's. They really didn't think, so you think that's of triple incomplete doubles too? as a stat okay. back in his day. Well, I, I would think in baseball, saves. Mm. I think saves because, I mean, saves. They've th- been th- keeping th- them since they instituted they, it, didn't they? Well, I mean – if guys came in back in the day and finished up a game, I, I don't know when they started doing. Man, saves. they had so they, many because, complete they, games they, back in the now, day, right? Because the day, the deal was you you were the starting pitcher. Your goal was, yeah. was to go up nine innings. That's right. You went out to the mound. That was your goal. Now you go to hope you go four and a half or whatever, you know, and and, <laughs> right. and start working bullpen. It, it's so different now from it was back in the day. I don't know if if saves are, are really. Good. So pretty good. Let's let's keep keep this going. And by the way, yeah. speaking of baseball, hey. If you had to guess the first team ever to play a World Series game outside of the continental United States, who would that team be? Uh, Braves. There you go. Ladies I was and gentlemen, there. your insignificant information of I, the day. I was there. The Atlanta Braves played the first World Series game outside of the continental United States when they played Toronto in the 92 World Series. And when they came back here, we ticked the folks off because we put the Canadian flag upside down. Yeah, we did. <laughs> That's and right. And folks got angry. I, I was out at that one game and took pictures of Jack Morris warming <laughs> up there. But you're not. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, we made everybody mad with that. That's yep. right. Anyway, that, uh, that record happened on this day. Back in 92. Hey. Anyway, moving into the 7 o'clock hour. Got a special guest coming up here. We're going to talk about the events of last night's High School Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And, uh, well, we'll turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw next. He'll let you know what's going on locally. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 